Hello, hello, hello. Thank you. Welcome back to the Flockcast Network. This is, of course, your host speaking, Justin Ruff, the owner of the LeBron Kings. And if you have looked on your calendar, calendar today, you realize that, yes, it is TC Thursdays. So we have TC along with us. TC, what up, my man? Mr. Ruff, glad to be back. I'm, uh, I'm happy to be here on this fine Thursday afternoon, ready to... Yes. Talk about the Savage Patch kids, you know, my team. Woo-woo. Feeling yeah. good about it this week. You know, I'm, I'm ready to get this week underway. But, you know, at the same time, I want to slow down, dude. It's it's already week four. It is. It, you know, it's – and I was thinking about that too. I mean, it, it just – one blink, boom, just like that, and you're yeah. 0-3, you know. I mean <laughs> – <laughs> Talk about worst case scenario. I know, just a, just a nightmare. I keep waking up every day, banging my head on the wall. <laughs> yeah, you sweating. I, I, I can feel it, man. And and you know, I'm you you you're blink again, and you might be on four because me and you play this week, Mister Up. Yes, me and yes, you play this week. Let's let's start us off with the most important matchup of the week: the Absolutely. LeBron Kings versus the Savage Patch Kids. Yes, it's the the game of the week because uh, we're we're both on the show and we get to pick the game of the week and we yep. make it ours. So yeah, of I course, mean, it makes sense. I um, think it does. Yeah, and we'll go over that today. We'll go over the matchups for uh, week four. And, Ooh, it's exciting. Uh, our, yep, our predictions there, and then the history of you know between each uh, owner and you know the matchups there. Um, so yeah, real quick before we do that, TC, let's. Uh, Let's, you know, I ran through our trade yesterday, just, you know, just for a little yes, bit. Yes, I did hear it. I did hear what you said. Right. Um, so let's, I, let's appreciate start. your opinion. Um, yes. What um, do you think about it? What, I, what's you know, your... I like the trade. I, uh-huh. I, my, my original, like what I was going for was Hollywood Brown. You know, he's a little bit more in the starter territory. Um, but, you know, me, Cole being a rookie, he's, he was, you know, top waiver wire pickup but you had scooped him early, mm-hmm. you know, so you picked him up last week on the waiver or two weeks ago on the waiver wire. And, you know, I felt like I could settle for that because I need some wide receiver depth and I needed that little extra something that Baker Mayfield was not providing me. And right. I was on old Danny Jones from preseason. I was like, I like the way this kid throws the ball. He looks confident. He, he, he throws him very nice, and he's accurate. Mm-hmm. He's got good arm strength. And I thought, you know what? Like, this is a move that can make or break my team. Right. And not only he, he could throw the ball. I mean, like you said, he threw two touchdowns. But he also ran the ball for two touchdowns. Yeah. He has some legs. He can yeah, run it. It's crazy. And, and, and Giants fans, they're definitely not used to that, not with a Manning behind yeah. center. <laughs> like, at all. They're like, wait, you know, I bet the – the, the crowd was silent for a minute. They're like, did that just happen? <laughs> you know, you're oh, not yeah. used to that. Um, but I got Brandon Cooks in the deal too. Um, Brandon Cooks I like because I know he's talented. Um, I've seen him. We've seen him. You know, the only thing that I'm worried about is his consistency because he's playing right. with Cooper Cup and Robert Woods on the Rams offense. Now, I do like the Rams receivers because their running backs just aren't cutting it right now, homeboy. So Mm -hmm. I figured that that was something that could pay off for me too. So I felt like this is more of a gamble in my situation. Um, But I think if my, if those three that I got from you, if they're, if they're playing at their ceilings, then 
I think I win this trade. Right, right, and I agree. I mean, what you got with Brandon Cooks and looking at him, um, of course, last week was his only week over five receptions and over 100 yards. Didn't get a touchdown, um, but uh, the week before he did get a touchdown, but he was looked at less. So, you know, uh, back-to-back weeks, he's put up over 15 points, which is good. Um, but, you know, yeah, like you said, when you got Robert Woods, when you have uh, uh, Cooper Cup, I mean, it's tough to feed all the monsters, the big boys. It's yep, I agree. So, um, but Brandon Cooks, you know, I, I personally think he's the he's the better out of those three. I agree uh, with you. Cooper Cup, uh, he's close. Uh, you know, I'm looking at this year. I mean, Robert Woods, I think, was – second last year uh but cooper cup he's very good as well i mean it's tough to you know and like i said it's tough to pick one but i if i had to put my finger on one the best one it would be brandon cooks see i think he's the best but i think that cooper cup has a better chemistry with jared goff right um that's why i think cooper is getting getting the volume that he's gotten And, and robert woods he's just as good he's just he's more quiet. He's a more quiet of a player because, you know, we know Brandon cooks cause he played for the saints. Then he, then he played for the Patriots. Then he signs this big deal with the Rams, you know, like I think a lot of his is the name, but you know, Robert Woods is up there too, but he's not having the best year so far. So I felt like I could dip my ink, you know, and, and this pin will write well. Right. Right. And, you know, looking at Robert Woods stats, I mean, uh, he hasn't scored a touchdown yet. Um, his highest points fantasy wise is twelve point one, twelve point six, and of course that that came from week one. Uh, he's currently owned by uh, Jacob McKinley, uh, which you know that's you know probably one of the reasons why uh, Jacob is struggling the way he is. I mean, he he drafted Robert Woods, I believe, in the second round. Yep, because he had yep. two first round picks. Correct. Yes, yeah, so he needed a third receiver. Overall. Right. Yep. It was his third overall pick. I think the first pick in the second round. And, and that's a safe pick, though. It that's, is. That's a like, that's a, an easy pick for him, and and that's like the sad thing. It's even though we know, oh, these are solid picks. Like these guys can produce. This is the only person that you want to take right here. You never know what their year's going to be like. Right. Absolutely. Yep. Totally agree with you there. And uh, uh, so yeah, with that with that trade, I mean, time will tell. Uh, who ends up winning there? Uh, you know, I keep I keep looking at it after we made that trade. I keep looking at it and be like, ah, should ask, should ask for some more for that Danny <laughs> Dimes. I should have got because I really do. I really do believe that he's going to end up being very being that key guy for the Giants, scoring multiple points, twenty yeah. plus. And then uh, and and that game was when Barkley got injured, so he did that with without Barkley. So I think that when Barkley comes back, it's going to be like a little pressure off of him. Cause he's like, Oh, I got the best running back in the game right now, right behind me. Okay. We're cool. But I'm really excited about the, the Ingram Jones connection. Right. Absolutely. So yeah, pretty decent trade uh, for us there. Um, first trade of the year for yourself. Is that yeah. Correct? Pretty nice. I think is first trade for me too this year yeah we're we're being real slow on the trades this year well i you know i tell you what i mean you know of course tc you came to me on that trade but i've went to other multiple guys in this league and uh you know they're tough they're tough this year i've been trying to get trades too and people have been trying to get trades for me it's it's like uh 
Yeah, that's I mean, tough, you know, man. I threw some trades. That's you know, I've been throwing trades at people. One guy threw a knife at me and said, "Never come back." Almost got me in the ear. You know, it's. it's I'm glad that you tougher. ducked. I'm glad yeah. that you ducked because this year that would have been a real bad thing. You know, you would have been looking like Vincent Van Gogh. Right, right. You don't want to don't want to look like that. So, uh, guys are protecting their big boys uh, a little bit tighter this year. Um, not sure completely why. But, I mean, it's it's just, you know, when you have a good guy, that people tend to uh, hold tight to him. I mean, you know, my, my Hopkins, I've had a couple offers uh, thrown at Hopkins. And, you know, stuff, you know, I can't let go of my, my Hoppy. Even Hopkins though, is good. He just know how good he is, though. That's why you yeah. keep him. Exactly. I mean, so, uh, so yeah, you know, everyone's been protecting those guys, which is no big deal. Uh, hopefully, you know, no one, you know, besides myself and Skin, of course, no one's in – you know, getting close to the hitting the panic button or adjusting. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't feel like I'm there yet because you know, I don't know I've you know I've been here before last year. You know, obviously, and um, I think uh, still lots of time to tell. But my goal, of course, now is uh, not to repeat toilet bowl champion. That would be totally embarrassing. Oh my goodness you know, gracious! It's man. embarrassing that you know winning the whole thing in toilet bowl. You know, period. But, yeah, man, I agree. That sucks. But you know what? <laughs> That's fantasy football. And this yeah. year, if you lose, we've already been, you know, we've already, what, what, didn't I say that? Like, let's make the loser get a spray tan. That would be hilarious. I think you would, would look so funny a, with a spray tan. That would kind of be better. I mean, that would be nice, actually. I'm, you know, I'm kind of a little pale. Um, it'll happen around wintertime, too, so people will think you'll look fresh. So, yeah. you know what, Ruff? You know, it's all right if you lose this year because we got you covered. Okay, appreciate it. Yeah, uh, appreciate it a lot. So, oh yeah, so let's move on to the uh, matchups here. Uh, of course, we're going to discuss our matchup first. TC the Savage Pat Kids versus the LeBron Kings. The matchup of the week, if I might <sighs> may add. Dum 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 dum. Of course, right now the projection score is not even close, which you know will probably be even more uh, when. The actual game starts. They have you 168.2, myself at 153.8. Uh, you know, uh, if I might add, I have not yet scored uh, even close to 150 points yet. Uh, my highest is 130.4, which you know it, it was last week, and I you know I, I discussed it yesterday. I'm getting better each week, so that's positive. Hey man, I agree um, with that. I like that you look at the yeah. silver lining. Uh, you, you see that it can get worse, but it's just been getting better for you. And that's, right. I'm going to clap to right. you for that. So, yeah. So, you know, our history here at TCM, we did this last week. I'm going to have you do it again or the week before. Um, who is the, who's, who's winning in the series matchup between yourself and I? Um, I'm going to say me. Ooh. Your own one right off the bat, TC. I was kind of shocked. I by suck this, this game, man. I'm, I'm, I'm like the beating, absolute worst. Yeah, I'm beating you six to four. So it's pretty close. Uh, it's going to be six to five after this matchup. And of course, I just threw out my prediction there. I do believe that I will be losing to you again. Shock, shock, shock. Uh, yeah, I yeah, by, uh, yeah, I just saw. I'm going to have to agree with you on uh, this one, Mr. Ruff. Right. Uh, <laughs> right. Yep. I mean, you know, when you have a uh, Kamara McCaffrey, you did recently put uh, Daniel Jones in there. I saw. Yep. Uh, it, you know, key key with UTC 
Uh, you did pick up a W last week, barely. Whew. But with Chris Carson, Chris Carson's a big issue right now for you. Yep. Uh, only putting up 3.5 fantasy points. Back-to-back weeks, not putting up over 10 fantasy He fumbled points. it. He did. All three games. He's, he's fumbling. Uh, so what's what's your game plan if Chris Carson puts up another dud? Well, you know, hopefully I have Jamal Williams coming up clutch for me or something, or Adrian Peterson. You know, their their projections aren't the worst. Um, they're definitely in good spots to get touchdowns. Mm-hmm. Um, Jamal, you know, like what what he twelve run twelve twelve runs fifty nine yards, nothing crazy, but he was out snapping um, Aaron Jones in week three. Right. Um, so that that puts it's like okay, you know, maybe it's a back and forth thing between Jamal and Aaron Jones. So if that's the case, I could probably get a few good games out of Jamal. But if Chris Carson doesn't get together, I think he will though. Um, I, I, he had a few fumble issues last year. It wasn't like this consistent, but I think it's just a mental thing, and he just needs to shake it out, um, take a deep breath, and realize that. And and the, and the the Seahawks know that he's a good player. Otherwise, they wouldn't have him in there. Right. Um, I think he's going to bounce back this week. I think he's going to have a good week. I think he's going to get a touchdown. Mm-hmm. So I've, I've got faith in him. Yep. Well, hopefully, you know, of course, usually TC, I'm rooting for you. But, of course, uh, uh, this week I would I would be happy to see him put up another uh, three-point performance. But, um, you know, you know, especially from last week, Chris Carson will probably end up putting up two touchdowns this week over 20 points. So uh, I would not be surprised that that happens, uh, which, you know, probably will. Um, we'll. We'll see. And then. With Josh Gordon, your other flex option, had a pretty decent game last week, gave you over 10 points. Um, I kind of look at him to see, you know, putting up another good performance there. I mean, he's a great, you know, on that England Patriot, New England Patriots team, and he's a great wide receiver too. Um, he's a great option for Tom Brady. I, I like Josh. Uh, I think that this year he's really, like, changing it up. I mean, game two, he had two receptions, but that's when Antonio Brown played for the New England Patriots, and – uh, you know, Brady really just got Antonio acquainted into the system real good. And it was something that they were – it was worth having because they played Miami. It was a great first starting game for Antonio. But then week three against the Jets, he went six for 83. You know, so we see that he's capable of doing it. It's just a matter of being in the New England Patriots offense. You're never sure who's going to get the ball. And that's what makes having their players as fantasy players tough for me. But, you know, somebody's going to score mm-hmm. or multiple scores. Like Philip Dorsett is looking really good, but you can't count on him either. Right. So right. Yep. I think I think uh, Josh is going to at least put up 10 for me. He's going to do what my projection has that, and I think I can rely on that. Right, right. And I'm sure you're pretty, pretty excited to have the uh, quarterback tight end combo in, the, in, in New York now. Um you know, seeing those guys connect, of course, because Ingram is the number one target, uh, you know, in that receiving core for the uh, Giants. Yeah. So, um, and number one, we've got the top two tight ends on our team. So our tight end game is locked up solid. Right. You know, how do you feel about your your running back situation? What's going through your head with that? Uh, you know, it's it's kind of irritating. Uh, it's a hit and miss between the two guys. Of course, David Johnson, and Todd Gurley. Uh 
with David Johnson, he you know he had a very he had a good game week one. You know, not I mean he you know got hurt a little bit week two and week one. I mean week three he stepped it up a little bit, gave me some you know fifteen points. But you know the big issue, of course, and you know everyone knew that this was going to be a problem was Todd Gurley and how they would approach his um old bones. Uh, well, of course, last week he only put put up four point three fantasy points, but. Uh, the Rams, they, you know, they keep saying that they want to get him more involved in the offense. And I'm just like, I mean, well, freaking do it, you know, quit freaking saying that you're going to do it. And he doesn't do anything. I mean, freaking give him, give him the freaking ball. Well, after, after the Super Bowl last year, you know, him not playing like you had to know something was seriously wrong, but they ran him ragged last year. He was running all over the field at all times. And, you know, the the guy who owned him won the championship. Mm-hmm. It's a testimony, testimony to that. And I think just honestly this year it's kind of like a, a slow year for him so that they don't completely use him up. It's like why do we need to use up our running back right now when we want to make him last longer if we can still throw the ball and still win? Absolutely. So I, yeah. I think they're saving him you know, for when it really counts because they need him more in the postseason than they do right now. Yeah. Yeah. And I, uh, I mentioned that uh, a couple of episodes ago. I do believe that, you know, that's a good thing. That's a good thing for, you know, for myself, because, you know, you know, I'll be towards, you know, the toilet bowl, the toilet bowl uh, time. So, yeah. He'll, he'll be yeah. your um, insurance policy to make sure you're not flushed. Exactly. Exactly. So, uh, definitely hoping to see better things out of Todd Gurley, but I, you know, I just got to be patient when it comes to him, and um, also being patient. I got to be patient. You know, I am waiting on Odell and Hopkins. Those guys have to uh, perform. Uh, you know, perform at a better, and a higher level. I mean, yeah, they, you know, they I both gave me under ten points, and that's unacceptable. That's why I got killed last week. And uh, you know, my two best wide receivers, and you know, probably the best wide receivers in the game currently. Yeah, they just have to show it. They have to pull me up higher numbers. They're the most talented for sure. Um, mm-hmm. uh, you know, but like you know, you had DeAndre scoring twenty-seven points for you game one. They they went off against the Saints, and the right. Saints a loss. And Odell last week two, he went off too. So you know, their ceiling is just if if your team plays to their ceiling, then I you know then I I say you can like come away with this. But I don't think that Todd Gurley is going to be used that much. Um. I like T.Y. Hilton. There's a reason I had him, and he's he's consistent right now. Mm-hmm. Week two, 12 points, done crazy, but you know he's scoring touchdowns, and that's important. And you've got the connection, so you're benefiting from that, the same as I am with the Giants. Right, right, and we will see. We will see uh, on T.Y. Hilton. He's uh, right now a game time decision on Sunday. Um, so you know, suffering that quad injury. So we will see. He didn't go to practice today. Um, yeah. So that might be a – it is a game-time decision. So uh, I might move him to my flex spot and see uh, and be ready there. Well, that's a ten. That's a first game of the first round of games too, so. Right. right. But, you know, you've got you've got some options on your your bench that that I think can – carry that still yeah you know the guy i mean the guy i have an eye on of course is the guy you gave me tc uh sony michelle and i mentioned yesterday that um he's a goal line guy i mean he definitely is and you you sold that pitch to me when you uh wanted me to grab him and uh 
uh, he he definitely is targeted, you know, in the goal line. And um, yeah, a little crowded backfield there and yeah. But uh, um, I'm still expecting him to put me up some numbers, so we'll see. But I also think that you know they're going to start utilizing him differently because they have him. Yeah. Um, I, Bill Belichick adapts. Uh, when things aren't working, he figures out how to make it work. And so I think this is just something that is just like they're working out the kinks. Like every year and the first first six weeks, the, the pads have like things to figure out. And right now our offensive line is, and our running game is really what is like killing the team right now. Defense is starting to click real well. You know, the passing game is looking good. Brady gets the ball out fast. That's mm-hmm. what makes it it's so easy to have a line that, you know, is kind of porous. You know, he gets the ball before the guys even get to him. So, but I think, I think Sony's got a bright future this year. So, you know, I still like him. Right. Right. So hopefully, of course, if TY's out, um, I'll snag him in there and he goes off against his old team. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, yeah, let's, let's move on. We could talk, you know, hours about our, you know, our we could, we could here. totally do it. Um, but we'll probably, you know, guys in the other owners are probably listening right now yelling at us telling us to move on so <laughs> let's uh move on to the next matchup we got the high flying hawaiians versus the coon squad and uh, uh jacob mckinley of course is my oh and three buddy um we are currently both winless and uh connor Lumbach suffered his first loss last week against the defending champion and if you haven't heard the news tc uh, his best player, his uh, best guy, uh, running back, Sequan Barkley, uh, he did uh, injured. He did get injured, so he is out for four to eight weeks. Oh, he is out. So it is it is a very good thing for us. And we, yeah. did, we did harp on this, saying that if one of those guys, Chubb, Barkley, and uh, uh, Elliot. Elliot go out, then he's in some trouble. And I, I do believe that's still the case. I think, I think Jake – walks to this one i think yes, jake gets yep. his first dub um coons i don't think coons too worried i mean he's got to be a little irritated and annoyed that he doesn't have it but i think that he knows that barkley's going to be back in time that he's going to be still in a position to make it to the playoffs right and that, and that's what he can hope for of course if his quarterback mahomes still puts up the numbers he's putting up I mean, the dude's averaging 32.1 points, uh, fantasy points. I That's mean, he ridiculous. He hasn't yet scored under 30, 30 points. That's insane. I mean, that's that's, that's crazy. <laughs> uh, so, you know. I'm greatest sure, player like to ever said, play, right? We're watching history. Like, we always say that. Like, oh, you know, we're watching Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. They're like, this is the greatest game you'll ever see. But now it's just anything that Patrick Mahomes is in, it's the greatest game you've ever seen. Yeah, He's so good. He is very good. Yeah, he's very good. So, of course, then we're, we're saying his about his running backs. We're talking about his running backs, but then you always forget about him having the best quarterback on his freaking team as well. So, yep. of course, yeah, he still has Elliott and Chubb, but he also has the, the king there quarterback-wise. Um, so, you know, that's the thing that you have to look at. Of course, right now the rejection score is 157.9. Connor Limbach's team against Jacobs team he has 153.4 I'm with you though TC I do uh have Jacob McKinley going off this week uh but it does it definitely has to start with his main keeper in James Conner he has to put up more points 
Um, he has to – I mean, last week he, he put up 5.7. So out of three weeks, he's had under uh, 10 points twice. His highest scoring is 12. You know, and that's not that's not the numbers. Of course, Jacob is one team, so he has to put up good numbers this week. Those aren't keeper numbers for sure. And, you know, I'm looking at it, and you just don't see yards. I mean, he's got some receiving. and it, Wait, what, what's his highest yardage game? Like 60, 40, 60 65? Well, he's got receiving too. Uh, re- receiving, receiving, it's uh, 44. So total yardage is in the 60s right. at most. So he's just not – he's not getting anywhere. And, and, and you know, you, you need that from a keeper. You need touchdowns. You need, you need production. And that's killing Jake right now. Yeah. But against Cincinnati, um, you know, these are two O and three teams. Um I think I think he can he can bounce back this week. I think that he gets a touchdown, goes for over a hundred yards, and I think his running back situation is the key to Jacob winning this game. With Jacobs and Connor, if they I think if they both have good games, I think that's when Jake pulls away. I think James Connor's gonna bounce bounce back. Uh, it, Josh Jacobs, he's not bad. He's he's getting production. He's he's working through it. You know, yeah. He he's, did. He's a great rookie. He did uh, struggle last week, but he is going up against the Colts this week and um, watching Freeman do pretty well against the Colts last week. So um, we'll see what Josh Josh Jacobs does. Of course, those two scoring under you know under ten points. That's not going to help Jacob beat uh, Connor Limbach here. Uh, but yeah. he, you know he's he's he definitely Jacob did receive good news yesterday. Uh, yes, Melvin Gordon. Yeah, that's really gonna solidify his team um, because really the biggest question mark on Jake's team is is his flex position. And then when he had, and then if AJ Green ever comes back, then you know then we got to watch out for Jake's team. So I'm kind of almost hoping that Jake takes the L just so that when his team comes back, you know he's already too late. Yeah, but I yeah. think he's gonna win still. Yeah, I agree with you. I mean, let's let's look at this. If if Jacob beats Connor this week, he's one and three. Um, Melvin Gordon returns. AJ Green returns shortly within you know a couple weeks. I mean, those those two alone could be his flex spots possibly maybe. So um, he could come back and steal that last uh, playoff spot. So yeah, I I also think that AJ Green's going to be a little longer than than what we're. He hasn't. He's. I don't know. He's not fully practiced at all. He's right. he's kind of just going through the motions still. I think they're going to you know take their time with it to make sure he's good to go because he's thirty one now. He's uh-huh. you know he's older than we are. Um, <laughs> that's old in NFL standards, and uh, I think that they're going to take their time. So I think. Uh, we should be fine, hopefully. Right. <laughs> right. We'll see. We'll see. So with this uh, Coon-Skin matchup, what do you got there? Who's leading the series? Um, I think Coon's winning this series. Dang, you suck at this, man. God damn it. <laughs> no, uh, people, we did not plan this. I oh really do God. just suck. I mean, it's it's common sense. You got a guy who's won two championships yeah 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 to toilet bowls what come on yeah you're right you're right i'm an idiot that was stupid (laughs) but yeah we got jake mckinley winning the series so uh so far six to three oh Uh, so yep so we'll we'll see uh if 
Jake McKinley moves that to seven and three, uh, seventy percent out of ten games. Um, so, all right. So yeah, next matchup we got the Blount Force going up against the Magic School Bus. Quint Blount versus the defending champion Keegan Scott. Uh, Quint Blount's team. Oh my. Yeah, I uh, <laughs> oh I, I'm, I agree. Oh my. Oh my. Oh my. <laughs> what is going on? I don't. Um, he's, I mean, he's he's playing ceilings like all of his players. Well, except for Fortnite because Fortnite sucks. <laughs> um, I'm Mike Evans, Amari Cooper, Julian Edelman. They all did so well last week. Yeah. Uh, you, you, you're, you're so excited about that. And, and then you got Lamar, Lamar, he, he still scored 21 points, but week one, and week two, he was doing great. I mean, mm-hmm. above 30, Josh Allen's been solid for him. You know, we, we didn't know what to expect. We thought Josh Allen would be worse than he is, but he wasn't. And then Tyler Lockett just going bozo last week. Like, right. Everything's clicking for Blount right now. Uh-huh. Um, and I do I do see that, uh, you know, in his second flex option, he recently just put in uh, Sterling Shepard. So um, he, he is rooting, possibly rooting, uh, for Daniel Jones to give him the ball. Uh, yeah. He did. He did go off last week. Uh, you know, over a hundred yards and or one hundred yards is that exactly? It was a touchdown and seven receptions. So um, when you when you have a decent uh, young quarterback who's looking at you multiple times, that's a good flex play. Yeah, and he's and he's throwing the ball too. Barkley's out. They're going to be an air game, and they got the quarterback that can make it happen in the air and use his legs. So I think the Giants are going in this week with the with a big dick full of steam and, you know, Washington after getting fucking trounced on Monday night football uh, by Mitch Trubisky, I think that this is going to be a no brainer for Quentin. Mm-hmm. Yep. We'll see. We'll see what his team, uh, if they keep up putting amazing numbers, uh, especially with Mike Evans, we'll see what he can do against the uh, LA Rams there. Um, he, they only have him uh, projected to score 12, 12.9. But you know, I, I I think that's too low for a guy who just scored forty one fantasy points. But uh, we'll see we'll see what his team can do against the defending champion. Uh, who do you got? Who do you got between this between these guys? You know, I I think that Blount's going to take this one. I don't think that uh, I don't think that Keegan's team right now is got the matchups really on his side. I think mm-hmm. Blount, Blount Blount pulls this out. Um, this is this one's going to be a close one though. Um, yeah, that's what I think. This one's going to be like the closest of the week, but I think that Blount pulls through. Me and Blount are going to be sitting at top of our conference, being three and one, and and Keegan's going to be like looking to make some moves after this week because his team didn't quite do it. Right. So after Keegan loses this week, everybody like make you make your move and see who you like on his team because you know he'll be itching to trade. So I'm, yep. I'm warning you, it's going to happen. We'll see. I mean, he's he's tossing and turning his lineup. Uh, again, he he moves he moves people all the time in his lineup. Uh, he did have Christian Kirk in there one time recently. And now he he took him out, put Boyd back in there. Uh, so he's he's I don't know what he's <laughs> just trying to see what what looks better on paper. I guess. Uh, um, yeah, there's not much you can do with your players except switch them in and out. And you're getting antsy. You're like, "What do I do? What do I do?" And then end up making the wrong choice. And ah, that's happened to me too many times. Oh yeah, oh yeah, absolutely. 
So uh, who do you got? Who do you got with the uh, overall series uh, leader here? I'm going to say Blount. <laughs> Am I 0 for 3? You're 0 for 3, dog. You're not good. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> this is terrible. It's awful. We got to, like, stop this segment if I keep sucking this It's bad. awful. I should probably text you the next answer. <laughs> Uh, we got Keegan Scott not only beating Quentin Blount but destroying Quentin Blount eight to two. Oh, yeah, oh. Two. not even close. That's a that's an egg. You know, I think Blount's due for one with that record. I think Blount's due for one, and that's that's even after I said that I think Blount's going to win. So yeah, the stars have aligned. Quentin, I think you get your third win this week. Yep, possibly. I do have uh, Quentin Blount surprisingly going three and one. After four games, that's that's shocking after seeing his team. But of course, it's fantasy, and when when guys are going off, I mean they're they're going off. So I mean, you can't you can't stop it. You just yep. live la vida loca. You know, can't stop them. So uh, all right, next matchup in the last matchup uh, is uh, the Juju Zinjadek versus the Terry Terrorist uh, Scott Benzine versus Marcus Terry. The projection score. Surprisingly, have Marcus beating Scott 153.4 to 149.9. Well, Scott also doesn't have his second flex option, and and I think that he's leaving it open, Ah. um, trying to figure out who he wants. Because if you look at his bench, you got a lot of Qs and and Os and SSPDs. Um, So (laughs) once if if Kareem Hunt comes back and like he plays well, like Scott's got himself a little diamond that he's been holding on to. And then Tyreek, when Tyreek comes back, he's going to be that, that flex spot is filled. You know, (laughs) you're, you're good on that. And I think that he's going to get, wait, what's their projection? You know, I think this one, I think Juju's in the addicts projection is going to be higher once he puts that, yeah, extra person in. Yeah, I agree. I didn't see that flex spot being empty there. I see him uh, possibly. I don't know if he, you know, rolls the dice for, with Sanders again, or he tries again with John Brown, um, maybe a Cohen or Landry. But you're looking at about nine to eight points there. So, you know, I'm gonna go Sanders or Landry on this one. I I don't mm-hmm. think that uh, John Brown at New England is uh, or is going to do any, you know, do any good. I, I I think Sanders, I think Landry though, because Baltimore's good. Baltimore's really good. And I think they'll be paying attention to Odell. And I think it'll be perfect for, for Jarvis to get in there and get his catches, get right. Scotty 10 points. Right. So whoever uh, Scott puts in, it'll probably give him uh, about a five point edge projection score wise over Terry uh, Marcus. So, um, this this one, of course, the two newbies coming in last year. Who do you got? Who's winning this overall series? Um, don't be on four now. You know, I think, I think that uh, I don't know. This one's a tough one <laughs> because I I want to say Scott, but I keep looking at Marcus's team. Like Marcus, uh, he's got Keenan Allen at Miami, um, Joe Mixon at Pittsburgh. And then I think Prescott, they're they're playing in the Sunday night game. They're gonna, it, it's gonna be kind of a, a great game. Yep. I tell you what, I tell you what, Marcus went crazy last week. Yeah. Um, I he really did. I don't believe he's gonna end up doing that again. You have Marvin Jones going off with nineteen points last week. The previous, the last two weeks, he didn't even score over ten points. 
That was and, the clutch bench play of the week right there. Yeah, and it was his third backup he put in there. <laughs> so, you know, I don't see him going off again. Um, we'll see what the running back situation looks like in the Giants after Barkley leaves. I don't see Lindsey going off again. Uh, Keenan Allen, yeah, he's been doing work, but I don't think he'll he'll put up over 37 points again uh, this week. Uh, but I, I do have Scott beating Marcus this week. That's my that's my guess. And I, I think I'm going to have to go with that just because Marcus has two Detroit Lions in his starting lineup. Uh, honestly, I would start Diggs over one of them. Um, I think Diggs has to bounce back. He's huh. not really done anything. I, I think he's going to get something. I, right. you know, you're, you're, there's a players that are always due. Like They haven't been getting something, so something's going to happen. They know yeah. it. And they make it happen. The thing Philip is, Dorsett could be a good option too, though, for him. Yeah. The thing is with a uh, uh, Stephon Diggs, I have him in my other league, and he he they're co- they're currently going up against the Chicago Bears. Yeah. So yeah. That's I why see that his too. Production score is so low. Um. You know. Same thing with Adam Thielen. Uh. Keegan's been tossing, turning with Adam Thielen, putting him in there, um, because of the Bears situation, their defense being crazy psychos. So. Uh, um. I you know I don't blame him if he doesn't put Diggs in there, uh, but uh, yeah, uh, he is he is due for a good game because we all know he's talented and he's good. So yeah, um, we'll see. And it's going to be a conference game. I mean, we all know how great the Bears are. They're they're the defense. Um, I think this is going to come down to the Vikings' offense against the Bears' defense. Right, and we do have to uh, throw this out there. Uh, with Scott Benzingstein, he's he's missing his best running back, uh, and Le'Veon Bell, who's on bye this week, um, so he did move uh, Mark Ingram, who was in his flex, moved him up to the running back slot. So, you know that's the reason why there's an empty flex spot there. He did move Chark into the flex. He wasn't on. He was on his bench last week, and uh, Samuel, I believe, was on his bench last week too. So, um, some new incomers on uh scott's team um who, who've been on his team but news you know they're he's giving them a try in the starting lineup yeah and i think that i, I think that scott's gonna pull away with this you know he's gonna be hating every time that stafford throws a touchdown though because if right. he throws touchdowns going to marcus's receivers yep yep i agree um but yeah i was in the same boat last week i was happy Seeing him put up two Lions receivers, I was like, okay. <laughs> but How'd that worked out, of course. Uh, bit me in the butt. So um, <laughs> never know, never know with fantasy. Um, yeah, we'll see. it's fickle. That's for certain. Mm-hmm. All right, last but not least, TC. Don't be zero four now. What's your guess? Well, Scott only won two games last year, so I'm going to say Marcus owns this. <laughs> oh and four. Shit. Was Scott's oh. wins against Marcus? Yeah, two, two to one. Oh, jeez. <laughs> I didn't think yeah. that he'd beat Marcus two times. He, he beat him in the regular season, I believe, and then he beat him in the uh, playoffs. Ah. Uh, yep. Dang. <laughs> I was like, "There's no way that I could get this one wrong." That was a remember... tricky. That was a tricky one, though. Yeah, that was because they've. Yeah, they've only had. I've only had one year to, to see their matchups. I guess. Man. <laughs> oh, there's four. no way that I can go zero and four next week. No. There's no way. No if, way at all. If you go on four again next week, we'll just go ahead and stop doing this. 
because it's, <laughs> it's totally uh, making you look stupid. So yeah, big idiot pants over here wearing them, wearing my big idiot pants. All right. Well, hey, yeah, that's uh, that's what we got today. Uh, you know, uh, tonight's matchup is against the uh, the Green Bay Packers versus the Philadelphia Eagles. The Packers, one of the teams still undefeated, three and zero. Uh, going up against the Eagles, one and two. Um, Quentin Blount's favorite team there in Philadelphia, of course. And then Keegan Scott's favorite team with the Green Bay Packers. <laughs> yeah, right, right. So you know who he's voting for. Uh, uh, who do you so, think takes this game rough? Um, I, I do believe that the uh, Packers will go 4-0. Um, they're a very talented team, uh, good offense, good defense. So I think they're going to end up beating the Eagles. Yeah, I do like the Packers in this one as well. Um, you know, watch out for MVS, Marquez Valdez Scantling. He's on your bench, yeah. but you got to keep an eye on that guy. He's a big receiver. He's going to make plays. Keegan dropped him, but he had a pretty good game last week. Yeah, he did. He did, which was kind of surprising that he didn't have a good game those first two weeks. Um, but Well, they you know, played against the Bears week one uh-huh. and then Minnesota week two. Right. Right, so we'll see what Aaron Rodgers does, um, yep. and see if he has has a good game. Uh, uh, the action, the the players that are in action uh, this week, of course, you got uh, Aaron Rodgers, who is owned by uh, Jacob McKinley. He definitely needs him to start the week off big um, if he wants to beat uh, Connor Limbach. He's got to have good uh, production, especially uh, you know against like we mentioned going up against Connor. Um, yeah, with, you know having. Uh, pretty two good uh, quarterbacks there. He's got to he's got to match that quarterback score. Yeah, Rodgers is he's he's been solid enough. They've been good as a team, but he he really hasn't been the Rodgers that that Coon would keep kind of Rodgers that that we came to know and love and right. hate when we played him. Right. Uh, so you're looking for that for him to step up and sling that ball. Right. Right. This game is really what what Jake needs. Exactly. Yeah. And, you know, of course, uh, Aaron Rodgers was a keeper for, I think, two years, possibly. Yeah, maybe. I think it was. Yeah. Connor kept him for two years. So we'll see. We'll see. Jacob's definitely uh, a Packers fan uh, tonight. Uh, well, and then with uh, with Quentin Blount, he does own uh, Zach Ertz tied in for the Eagles. So um, he's in action for Quentin's team. Also, the the whole. The whole uh, Green Bay Packers is on Keegan Scott's team. Um, yep, he's a fan. Yeah. Uh, what can you say? <laughs> uh, of course, Aaron Jones and uh, uh, Devontae Adams there. Um, so I do believe that might be it. Let me. Yep. So yeah, pretty pretty uh, pretty fun matchup this week or tonight. I I do have Nelson Aguilar on my bench. I've been mulling over. Is he gonna, you know, get the same kind of production that he has the last two weeks? Because he's yeah. scored nineteen, twenty point seven, and nineteen points respectively in the last two weeks, and you know that like that makes you look because Deshaun's not in, and who knows what Alshon's uh, status really is? He was out for a few weeks. He's probably come back healthy. They gave him an extra week, or but yeah, uh, it's a tough one. You know, they currently- he could blow up, and I'll be so upset. Yeah, they, they have him, and, of course, the injury report has him uh, uh, suiting up for week four uh, tonight. Yeah. Suiting up tonight. So, um, I mean, we'll see. You know, he, he might be, you know, in limited snaps. Who knows? Uh, but 
uh, you know, with you know, I like the Aguilar play, but with with Ashon Jeffrey in there, it's tough to trust if those numbers will still remain up there. Yeah, but you know, we we've seen him produce, so you know, we can hope. But it's I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if I want to put him in right now. You know, it's the tough part about Thursday games because I also have Jamal Williams. So right, we'll see. Right. All righty. Well, hey, another uh, great episode, another great TC Thursday. TC, thank you so much for uh, taking the time out of your day, uh, jumping on. I know you had a busy morning this morning, so I appreciate you uh, coming coming back. Hey, on. man, I wouldn't miss it for the world. Uh, I enjoy this. So, you know, doing this with you is fun to me. So I'm, I'm glad that I can be here and we can have this segment. Yes, that's great. So, uh, well, we will see uh, if I'm able to come in tomorrow. Um, so I, as of right now, we'll shoot for a tomorrow episode Friday. We'll go over the, the stats for the Eagles Packers games and uh, go over the scoring for each player. So thanks so much, everybody. And uh, you guys have a great uh, uh, Thursday afternoon. Thanks, DC. Peace out, everybody. Take care, boys. <laughs>